opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Hello, everybody. My name is Juan, and I'm here with my girlfriend, Alicia. She's going to help me from time to time with this call. Um, um, I want This call is about transition. Um, and it's a broad topic, but it is about transitioning from everything, from anything that has to do with transitioning, whether you live at home and then you're just um, going to um, get your first apartment or if you're going to school um, in college or, you know, anything that has to do with um, transitioning. And then we can like, you know, we can also talk about, you know, different um, like if you want to start your own stuff like to help others like that don't know about you know the blind community and so so what i wanted to start off with um saying is me personally i live on my own i have my own uh first apartment here in houston i'm originally from chicago um i've had I've been independent over there for all my life. I was born and raised up there and I had my own, um, you know, um, being on my own. And then I also had roommates and stuff like that. But when I came, when I decided to come here to Houston, um, it was to, um, to be closer to my family. They, they all um, moved down here from Chicago and I was, the, I'm the oldest of four uh, siblings. Actually, three. Well, yeah, me, three siblings. So yeah, four of us. And so I'm the oldest, and I finally decided. Well, I'm gonna try this out. I was a little nervous to transition from Chicago to Houston because my main concern was, well, how am I gonna meet other blind people? Am I gonna meet make make friends fast? Because I'm very quick to make friends, and just you know, that's just how I am. But my concern was like, am I gonna make blind friends and visually impaired friends and so I was very nervous so I noticed that I had to do a lot of research um, on my own uh, I did have help from my mom and my dad but most of the research that I did was on my own and I did go to you know the, the um, Houston Lighthouse and at the time they used to, used to be able to just go and and, um, and just present yourself basically and say, Hey, you know, I'm from wherever. And then, you know, I would like to know what's out there. This was back in 2016. That's how long I've been down here for a couple of years. And so it's been nice. It's been a cool transition. Um, I was living with my parents for about four years. And just recently I decided to get my own apartment. Um, and the way I did mine, cause everybody does it differently. The way I did my, um, research was um i um i asked around because by that by this time i made a lot of friends so i just started asking around and especially the ones that are from here so i asked like, you know what's good areas what are because you had to look at all that like what is um not just the areas but you know economics and what are you know what's good economically and everything like that and so that's what i did and i finally found one um, I got recommended by my um, my best friend. His name was his name was George. Um, he's no longer here because he had passed away from COVID. But um, he helped me a lot to jump 
on it because I was nervous. Again, me being blind and me being half an hour away from my mom and siblings. I'm like, oh my God, what am I going to do? <laughs> but thanks to him, he gave me the courage to just go ahead and just do it because he also had a disability. He wasn't blind, but he was in a wheelchair. And, um, but it, I admired him because, again, the disability and, and I was like, wow, like that was really cool. And now, you know, it's been, I've been here, what, a year this year? It's going to be a year um, at the end of the month. And um, that's how I transitioned. And um, that's just me personally. Um, I haven't focused on school or anything yet. I hope to maybe, hopefully in the future, maybe try it or at least find a job down here and they have pretty good services down here uh for finding employment i think uh but uh but yeah that's pretty much my uh speech for right now but i'm gonna pass you to alicia um she could also talk to you about different a different type of transition um ali Okay. Um, so my name is Alicia. You guys might recognize me from the blind dating call that I facilitate. Um, so I had a couple of experiences with independent living and uh, moving out of my parents' house. Um, when I was, I have to do math. When I was 19, I went to the Illinois School for the Visually Impaired in Jacksonville, Illinois. Um, so that was, it, they, I think they started like an elementary school and they go up to age 22. So it's like middle school, it's like elementary, middle high school. And then they have what's called the transitional living center. Um, so when you're not in the transitional living center, you're in the dorms. When you're in the living center, um, it's apartments. So I was there for two years. Like I said, people uh, who get their education there will be there until they're age 22, and then that's the limit, I guess. Um, they call it aging out of the system or aging out of the facility. So um, so when I was 19, I moved there, and um, I took different classes, uh, independent uh, living skills, uh, where they taught us, like, cleaning and stuff, but they also taught us things about... Um, uh, like looking for an apartment, what what kind of things to look for when you uh, like tour different places, what questions to ask, whether you'd want something furnished or unfurnished. Uh, furnished is cheaper, but do you really want someone else's furniture? I don't know. So stuff like that. So they taught us independent living skills, but also um, life skills is what they also called the class. Um, so it wasn't just, you know, like, Training centers will teach you like cooking and cleaning and all that stuff. Um, but I like that the school sort of did other things too. They didn't just focus on the physical parts about living on their own, but just different life skills. Um, they taught like financial stuff. Uh, they taught uh, like travel, stuff like that. So um, I did that. And then I moved back home when I was, so that was 20. So I was there for two years, moved back home when I was 21. Uh, went to community college and then went to university where I lived in the dorms. And I actually think that living at ISVI, the Illinois school, helped me a lot with my transition into dorm life because 
I was already used to being away from home. Um, for some perspective, Jacksonville, Illinois is about 30 miles outside Springfield, um, which is about three and a half hours away from home. So I, I was, I was pretty far away from my family when I first transitioned. So, um, I think dorm life, um, was much easier because of that. Um, when I was in college, um, I really liked the, I really liked the freedom. Um, the Illinois school was nice, but they, you know, they help you when necessary and stuff like that. So I did like feeling less, I want to say restricted, but I can't think of a better word. So I'm going to say restricted. Um, I liked the sense of freedom at the dorms, you know, go wherever you want and do whatever you want. And like, yes, of course I did classes, but I also liked exploring the city of DeKalb and being on my own schedule and stuff like that. Um, so I was there for three years, so that was really nice to be independent that way. Um, I've never actually lived like completely by myself. When I was at the Illinois school, I had a roommate both years. Um, and when I move again, it'll be down here in Houston. So um, I've never had the experience of living completely by myself. So I hope you guys are willing to share that. But I would also, I, I personally would love to hear like, your experience of like if you had roommates and then lived on your own and kind of like pros and cons and stuff. So it's nice when Juan tells me things about like his experience living on his own because I've never lived like, well, I guess if you count the dorms, but I've never lived like in an apartment completely by myself, um, which I mean, uh, to be honest, I never really wanted to. I always said like, I want to live with friends before I get married and live with a partner or something. But I know some people really liked the experience of living on their own. It helps them grow. So um, that's my story. Sorry, I talked. Okay, this is Juan again. Um, yeah, from my experience with roommates, um, it was cool, but you know, because you're younger and it's like, oh, cool, roommates, and it's your friends and it's people that you know, and it was really cool. But then you get to that point where you're like, okay, now I want to just be by myself, and not because you had to, because like me, I had, I had. Uh, I had three roommates for a while, and then I went to two. Um, two of them were blind. Well, one was visually impaired; the other one was totally blind. And I had a roommate that was uh not blind; uh, uh, he was completely sighted. Um, but uh, it was—I feel like it was cool, but I felt like it was a lot of frustration because um, the the those of us that were visually impaired and blind. Um, it was, you know, we had, it was easier for us to, to like, if we put stuff in a certain spot and then my sighted roommate, he would just, you know, think we didn't need stuff and he would just move it. And I didn't like that because, you know, what if we're trying to find something like, you know, like for example, a plate or a cup or something. And for us that was visually impaired, um, I'm blind, it, it, you know, it, we know like, okay, you know, this is where we're going to leave it and this is where it's going to stay, you know, and I guess we're more, we have a lot more communication, I guess, in that aspect. So like for me, it was really cool, but you know, now um, that I'm here at the apartment in Houston, I, I don't have no roommates. I live by myself. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, for now, but um, but uh, it, it's nice. It's nice because 
you know, I don't have to whisper. I'm on the phone. I don't have to really like, you know, um, be on anybody else's schedule or have to worry about any of that. Cause then you have to worry about, or are they going to come home in the middle of the night or how long are they going to be gone or how many days or I don't know. It's just little things like that, that most people don't really, they don't really pay attention to. I, I, I do, but that's just me personally as having roommates and now I'm just not having any roommates at all. Um, and at school, like I did join, I did go to community college in 2010, 2009 for a little bit. Um, it was called Martin Community College in Cicero, Illinois, because I was still living in Chicago at the time. And it was okay, but I don't think they had that much resources for the blind yet because they were just kind of um, starting out with the, the with the with the blind community. But you know that was back then. I think now it's you know probably has grown a little bit more. But uh, <clears throat> but yeah, that's pretty much me um, as transitioning, and you know I'm happy here. I don't regret moving here at all. I have cool friends and and um everything like that so if anybody has raised hands you guys are more than welcome to answer or to you know comment or hey uh, chanel is first hey chanel hello well i'm just thinking about i think i don't know it transitioning independent living whatever is just a series of stages and just different um because yeah i could definitely relate to going i i mean i grew up in spokane washington attended college for a while in california and um i would so say though that my real independence was i had to leave college for uh medical reasons and um came to live with some friends in minnesota which speaking about roommates and you know i thought okay yeah this so i came to live with a friend who you know we'd been friends all of our lives we'd met in washington whatever and you know we thought oh yeah this will be great well you know we both have different you discover, okay, some people like to go to bed much later. Some people, you know, like a cleaner house. Somebody, some people, you know, you have different expectations. So uh, there's dealing with that. And I'm sorry, you probably hear my vacuum in the background. Um, or maybe you don't. Somebody, we have some help. But I think, in the, you know, it's also, we're all at different stages of independence. I mean, I feel bad that I'm not doing every single thing for myself. But, you know, I, Herbie and I do work together. And we do live, you know, clear across the country from our families. So, yeah, it's, um, I, I did, I was fully by myself for a few Oh, maybe about a year. And I, I had a hard time. You know, you, you kind of have to figure out, okay, do you like to be around people? Do you have to, there's a lot of things you just learn. And the best way to learn is to try it out and see what works for you. And then uh, eliminate what doesn't, I guess. So anyway, yeah. before the, all the background gets louder, I am going to mute. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you so much, Chanel. Yeah, I agree with you on that 100%. 100%. Um, yeah, like I said, for me it was it was it was it was not hard, but it was different when it came to moving here because Chicago was like, okay, I grew up here, so I know where I'm going, and it's not, you know, I know what I'm doing, and it's not as as complicated. But moving here, I feel like you have to do a lot more research and ask a lot more questions, and which I I'm really good at asking questions, but it's just like I don't know, it's just a lot more to, to do, and I'm glad that you you know, thank you for for your input and um and everything like that um does 
and uh, hopefully we have more calls. Oh, you do. All right, Tom. Thank you, Lucy, and good afternoon, everybody, or morning, whatever time of day it happens to be where you are. Uh, I kind of am going to approach this from a little bit different angle. Uh, I am uh, probably a little bit older than than some of us that are in here. I kind of had the the living on my own thing kind of pushed on me by design because, well, I'm one of, I'll I'll tell you my my story as quickly as I can. I'm one of these guys that some people would call somewhat overprotective when I was growing up. I lived with my parents. I went to a school for the blind. I went to the Maryland School for the Blind, which is in Baltimore, which is 75 miles from my home where I was living, and had a terrible um, uh, problem with homesickness, uh, for one thing. And uh, when I got out of school, uh, I graduated when I was 18, and they had just built the rehabilitation center in Baltimore, and uh, a couple people talked to me about coming up there, and it wasn't a bad concept, but I, I was like, after 13 years of having to go away, on you know, leave on Sunday, come back on Friday, like I said, I said, now nah, I just, I, I, I can't do that anymore. Uh, so I lived with my parents um, until um, 96, when my parents actually separated, I moved here in town with my mom, I'm in a, a small town called Denton, Maryland, and uh, so mom uh, bought this house, and, and uh, I've been, we were living here. My mom passed away in 2012, so there was a lot of stuff that I didn't know how to do, and what was I going to do? Well, I didn't know much, but I knew that I wanted to stay here if I could. Well, as fate would have it, uh, you know, the, the, the good Lord put people in my path that could help me. And I've been living here on my own for a little bit over nine years and um, doing pretty well. It gets lonely. I don't have a, uh, a roommate, never did. Um, and uh, I've, I've somehow managed to pull it off. I pay my own bills. I do have somebody that helps me with my uh, food, seeing to that I have something to eat. I can warm things up in the microwave as long as it's uh, I'm able to do that. I can make scrambled eggs, so if worse comes to worse, I can always cook up a couple of scrambled eggs and have that eggs and toast, whatever. Um, so for the most part, I say that I'm, I'm, I'm doing okay. And uh, so... Um, there you go, and then um, thanks for listening. Well, thank you, thank you so much for participating and, and joining the call. And that's another thing too. I forgot to mention. I feel like as blind people, um, and it's not bad because I was living with my parents for on and off. <laughs> but I think it's it's really interesting how um, you know people that are blind that are visually impaired live, live at home for. Some people live at home for a long time. Others live, you know, they move out at 18. And I don't, I used to think, I used to think when I was younger, I don't know why, but I used to kind of think there was like an age cut off. Like, okay, I'm, I'm going to be 22 now. I think, yeah, I guess because it's like, you know, um, you'll hear it all the time from people. Oh, you're not, you're not living on your own yet. And you're this age. And, but I don't think it matters, you know, even if you're blind, I, I think, and I think like that now, but at the time, at one point in time, I was like, oh, okay. Like, <laughs> but, um, but that's good. That's good that you're living on your own now and everything like that. And, and, um, uh, my parents taught me very well. So does anyone else have their hand up? Yes. Brianna. Hi, Brianna. Hey guys. Um, Hello. Thank you for joining. So, 
So I um, actually did get a chance to live on my own for a bit. Um, when I graduated high school, I had to go to, um, I took summer classes at my, at the local college that I would, um, that I attended. Um, and so I didn't quite get a break, but um, so I, before that I was living with my parents my whole life. And um, I did, attend like blind camps um that were like significantly far from my home so like i would say they were probably about um an hour away from my house um so i did before i went to college i did have some experience um with living on my own but i think i was still nervous because um even though at the camps I wasn't, you know, there were obviously everybody there was blind. Um, when I went to college, I wasn't the only blind, I mean, I was the only blind person. So I think that made it a little more nerve wracking for me being um, on my own and having to figure out dorm life and like not really being um, away from home before that, like for more than a weekend at a time. Um, but I definitely think this was an awesome call to have. Um, uh, yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you, Brianna, for joining and thank you for your input. Um, I, I forgot to tell you guys, me personally, I did join camps as well with other blind people. Um, I joined in Illinois because um, I didn't move here till 2016. So prior to that, uh, I went to a, it was called the Lions Club, Lions Club camps in Illinois. Um, one was in Dixon, Illinois. The other one was in Carbondale, Illinois. Um, so I think that taught me how to be around more, you know, more blind people and have more confidence within myself because I wasn't around my parents. They had to, it was like a week thing with, you know, without my parents around, but I was still living at home, but, you know, I, but it gave me the, you know, it gave me the confidence to talk to others that were in the same, um, same position basically as me. And um, so that was really cool. And then I joined another one called um, uh, the transition transvision program um, in Chicago, which was all people from, uh, from Illinois uh, who were blind or visually impaired, they would um, go to this center called Icre Wood, which is Illinois uh, Center for Rehabilitation uh, Education. Yeah, that. <laughs> what was it? Illinois Center for Rehabilitation Education. Yeah, I can never say that what it means. So, but it was it's a it's a it's a it's it's a trend it's a center where you can go and practice your daily living skills, computer braille and all that good stuff i think there's more i think you can even there's a woodworking or was a woodworking class too like if you like to use like your hands and i did that that was fun um i went there like in 2007 but um for the classes but the actual transmission stuff like where you all the blind and visually impaired people meet up that was like in the high school um, stages, but again, that was for a week, and again, that was to build up confidence. So I think that helped me um, build up confidence to start being on my own. Um, and uh, 
yeah. So um, does anybody else have their hand up? Excuse me. Yes. Herbie. Hi, Herbie. Hello, Vaughn. Hello, Alicia. Hello, everybody. So I'm going to... Uh, I grew up... I started out in the public school when I lived in Florida, then going to Washington... Went to a school for the blind. I'd had a little bit of exposure with, you know, cooking and stuff. I could, um, you know, before I went to the school for the blind, I could do things like put uh, corn dogs in the oven, for instance. But going to a school for the blind was a good start, but I really um, benefited from the orientation and training center in Seattle afterwards. And um, I learned independent living there. And, you know, just one tip for everybody when you're at these centers is, I mean, the OTC was really good, but it really helps to embrace what they're teaching you in practice. And I benefited from, you know, the fact that we lived at the center and I didn't go home on weekends. And so... You know, we got to, we, we had like apartments or whatever. So, you know, practicing what we learned, you know, with like cooking and stuff, which was good. Went back home and I kept up some of my techniques as best I could because I really wanted to not lose what I'd, you know, gone through nine months of learning. And then I did one better than a roommate. I went to, lived with a girlfriend and um, that didn't end up working out. But, uh, we ended up moving to Minnesota, and then, ironically, that's where I met Chanel, even though we, I'd lived in Washington State for five years, and, but Chanel was on the other side of uh, Washington, and I guess our paths never crossed. Crossed. Well, things didn't work out with the girlfriend, and got to experience living alone for a little bit. That was not very motivating, actually. I didn't enjoy it much. And... Um, Ended up moving to Houston like you did, one in 2011, and uh, way even better the next time around, got married instead. So, and Chanel and I have been married for 10 years now. And in fact, um, I'll just briefly, t- like, uh, so we did the lighthouse too for a little bit. And um, in fact, uh, we got married on a Wednesday. So, like, you know, we, uh, like, you got married on a Wednesday, went to the lighthouse event on a Thursday, you know, so that was one of the first activities we did together as husband and wife and that was pretty cool your um, honeymoon no i'm just kidding yeah pretty much <laughs> <laughs> no i don't think so i'm not sorry, sure if that was sorry. a honeymoon or cold stone creamery that sunday well, it's a toss-up between the two but <laughs> um cool. no we were we, we actually um but we actually moved into our apartment together um as a couple and like you want, like you know, Chanel did a lot of research as to what resources we you know around here, and we learned about like MetroLift and um, yeah, all that good stuff. And I'm just gonna give you, you know, since we've lived by ourselves and um, you know we uh, have the same apartment actually now for ten years, but uh, I use I do now a cooking call on Tuesday where I try to talk a little bit more professionally. But I like to impart a lot of my techniques to everybody so that uh, people that don't know how to uh, cook for themselves, you know, can have an opportunity to learn techniques, whether they follow along with me live or whatever. And one piece of advice, one I will give you real quick, um, when it comes to looking for universities around here in Houston, so... um, 
you know, there's like two, there's like, of course, the major University of Houston. Yeah. But that can be a mobility nightmare. And so, depending uh, yeah. on what you want to do, you could also look at the University of Houston downtown, which is a lot easier to navigate. So. Oh yeah, um, UH downtown. Okay. Yep, UHD. Yep. Um, it's but and but they don't offer everything. But from from a mobili- mobility aspect, it's a lot easier than that big campus, in my opinion. So, and yeah. um, <laughs> well, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, um. Yeah, thanks for the thanks for the suggestion, and uh, I like your cooking call. I've been on it a couple times. I I like that you like to teach other people cooking stuff, and uh, I haven't cooked anything yet, but I just listen in. <laughs> All right, I'll start cooking. You know, I, I, I want everybody to learn. There's, yeah. I'm actually one of three cooking calls here on ACB. We got mine. We got wake make and bake with Janine, and we got in the kitchen with Courtney and Carrie. So. Oh yeah, I've heard them all. Yeah, I've heard all of you guys. You guys do yeah. awesome. So, uh, <laughs> well, nice. anytime you want to start cooking, you have the advantage of you know we live in the same city. Look me up. We can uh, you, know, I, you know I could probably help you in person sometime if you ever did want to learn how to cook or something or. Okay. Um, so Not a yeah. Problem. Sounds good. Right. Thank, yep. you. Thank you. Yep. Anybody, anybody got else another hand? hand? Awesome. Yeah, Jewel. Hi, Jewel. <laughs> Hello. Hi. Sorry, it took me a few minutes. <clears throat> Hello. Hi. Um. So I've got a bit of a unique story to tell of my transition to independence. Um. So straight out of high school, I joined the army, got discharged for medical issues, and then immediately after that, started working as a live-in nanny. So. I never really lived on my own. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I got married right out of a live-in position. So, you know, by the time I lost my sight, I had never lived on my own. Well, my husband at the time was a bit abusive. And after I lost my sight, he just became worse because no longer could I do all the housework that I had been doing. So about... Yeah. About a year after I lost my sight, I left him. No, That's good. No way to get, you know, no way to get around. No, no um, knowledge of who to go to. You know, I didn't know anything about DSB or rehabilitation or, you know, mm-hmm. any of that. Um, I just, I moved from Fayetteville, North Carolina to Raleigh, North Carolina. I was homeless for a short time. Then finally oh, found an apartment lived completely on my own in that apartment for a bit over a year. Um, I picked that apartment because it was right next door to the vocational rehabilitation center. So I could live on my own, but be right by the rehab center so I could go attend. I did attend the rehab center for about four months um, and learned a lot from that. Um, First couple of months that I lived on my own, I have to admit, I ate a lot of salads and frozen dinners so right um didn't help that i didn't have a stove so you know finally they got me a um george foreman but before that i didn't have any way of cooking it was a little studio apartment so then i met my second husband we um i moved to another apartment he moved in with me a couple months later 
Um, and you know, we, we moved into a two bedroom not long after that so that we could have privacy. 12 years later, we, you know, eight years of being together, four years of marriage, 12 years later, he passed away last November. So oh, then here I am on my own all over again. <laughs> and right. I was homeless at the time. Um, we lost our housing back in June, 2020. And I was living in a boarding house all alone in November um, and had no funds. He left me zero dollars. Oh, man. Yeah. So I moved from uh, Chicago to Vegas to Kentucky completely on my own. Wow. Um, Now I live on a homestead. I do have a housemate that owns the homestead. I plan on buying it from her. But she's only here between about 8 p.m. and about 7 a.m. She works pretty constantly, um, Monday through Saturday. Or, wow. Yeah, Monday through Saturday. So I really only see her Saturday morning to go milking and Sunday. Oh, wow. Um, so I do cooking, cleaning, gardening, um, socializing feral cats, um, a lot of weeding. Um, yeah. We've been, do I've been a doing lot? a lot of stuff around here. So wow. I, I actually taught myself the Braille alphabet and a lot of the contractions. When I got to the rehab center, my Braille teacher said, well, we can't start you at the beginning. You already know the letters. So we're going to start with going down the contractions, and you're going to tell me what the contraction is for each of these. Right. And so she had started listing them off, and I was able to spew out all you know most of them. And the ones that I didn't know, she wrote them down, and we started with that. And I actually went into Nimeth because she never got to teach Nimeth because nobody got that far and she could do it with me. So, yeah. It was a unique experience. So now I manage a homestead, a two-acre homestead, a three-bedroom house, two two acres, um, almost completely on my own. Wow. You do a lot. Impressive. And I'm working on starting starting a crafting business and an herbal product business. So... Yeah. So I want to I want to help others like me um, who didn't know where to start, but right. really have motivation to get out there and learn. So that's why I'm on this call to learn what people struggle with so that here in Kentucky, at least mm-hmm. I can get a mini center started to teach people that. So that's that's awesome. Um <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, I I actually started, well, not just me, but me and some friends here started an organization for mm-hmm. people that um, just lost their vision, whether it's a couple years ago or whatever, mm-hmm. how many years, um, here in Houston called Blind Buddies. And oh. it's, a, it's an organization that we um, help people who have, are losing their vision or have, are already blind and they just... They just, they don't know what to do as far as like, you know, they don't know how to, um, you know, they're learning kind of sort of how to be independent, but, you know, they haven't gotten that far. So we, um, not right now, we're not doing anything because of the pandemic, but usually mm. we'll have like classes, not well, like luncheons, basically. Yeah. Like workshops we, type things. Yeah. We have like little workshops, people that come yeah. present and we'll have luncheons and then we'll have like, you know, everybody kind of gets to know each other and, you know, to show them, Hey, you know, just because you're blind or visually impaired now, and you don't have the vision that you had, doesn't mean you, you cannot do whatever you used to do. It just has to be in a different way. Right. 
And that's what I and, hope to start here. So we should we should probably talk. Um, if you want to get a hold of community and ask for my contact, they have it. Um, okay, maybe yeah. we can start a branch of that here, and that could be a great way to get that started. Oh, okay. Um, what, like, what's your? Uh, well, I will do that. I'll go on the community call, or me and Alicia mm -hmm. can go on the community email. But like, what's your last name? Because we had to. D a s p a r d. Okay. Yep. What is it? What is it again? Gaspar. G a s p a r d. It's um Cajun. It's actually Gaspar. Okay. But okay. Nobody can remember it that way. Because okay, yeah, that way because I think we want to get in touch with you. Yeah, we would like to get in touch with anybody yeah. really that would. Yeah. Awesome. To. Yeah, it would be nice to um you know have have different perspectives, and I would like to do more calls like this. So yeah, definitely. If, if, so thank you so much. Yeah, I look forward to it. Awesome. Any other raised hands? Yes, Barbie. Yes. Hello. Hi, everybody. Happy New hey, Year. Hey, how are you? Well, 